are now tuned in Two from Houston with love where we give you a balanced perspective of arts, culture, and what's going on locally in the city of Houston. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at from you with love. Brought to you by RIK, Rappers I Know, at illmattermedia.com. Back again, yes, it's the incredible. It's your boy, Cashmere Don. We are back once again from Houston with love. I don't know even what episode it is. I'm still catching up from the itis from Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, I'm still sleepy. I'm still walking sluggish. But yeah, I, I guess I wasn't regular on Thanksgiving Day because it, <laughs> it still got me in a, in a, in a semi-comatose state. But um, we are back. It's, 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 it's a beautiful day in the city of Houston. Yes. The wind is blowing. The birds are chirping. I had some some hot chai tea this morning that had me centered in my energy. I'm feeling well, gentlemen. That's good. Yeah, I'm feeling well. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm 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 woke, but about to get into some some ratchet shit with you brothers this morning. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, D Randall, how you doing, brother? Yeah, you know, Damian Randall aka Ashiest Clay. You know, we, we out here still. <laughs> yeah. Making it do what it do. Um, yeah, we, we're going to have to get into it because there's, I mean, it's been, it's been a few weeks for us. It's been a few weeks and a lot has happened during that time. So we do have to catch everyone up. And, uh, you know, according to some people, there are some life changing things that might be going on. <laughs> With some of the people in this room, but go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, and I'm D Ray, aka Tito Trapson, aka <laughs> <laughs> Saving the Day Do You. Uh, you gotta do what you want to do. Uh, yeah, man, I'm over here. Hunger is a hostage. Uh, you know, I'm doing this uh, detox. Ooh, uh, yeah, well, not like a detox, detox, but it's like. After watching what the health and then dealing with a couple of friends of mine passing away because they had strokes, I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm finna recalibrate the whole entire system with the good natural, what's, what's that? Ionized water. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, drank one of those uh, appetite suppressants. This morning, uh, mm-hmm. mutual, Marilax, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the coke, the stomach. Yeah, that fiber, the fiber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, it was good until I blew that blunt. Um, and uh, <laughs> now I'm waiting on one o'clock. And uh, yeah. hey, other than that, I'm good, bro. I'm hey, but I do feel lighter, and uh, I'm, I'm my head is clearer. I'm sure you do. Yeah, You're yeah. not sitting on like twenty pounds of shit in your stomach, right? You know? Yeah, dude. You people are surprised. I mean, I don't know. I'm surprised. You actually feel a difference going upstairs. Oh, absolutely! Oh, bro, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, you don't have that extra that extra baggage in your gut holding you down. Yeah, and, you know. Although I am no health expert myself, one thing that works for me when I'm trying to get right is uh, drinking water with fresh ginger mm-hmm. and lemon in it. Write uh, it down. For is that what you're drinking over there? Yes, I am, okay. Mr. Randall. Uh, uh, now, how do you prepare the ginger? You just like chop it up? I actually, yeah, I just chop, I just uh, chop it up, peel it, mm-hmm. and put it right in the in the water bottle. Keep refilling the bottle. Take a few slices of lemon, throw those in there, and just keep putting water in there throughout the day. Yeah. Um, what it does for me is it it acts as an appetite suppressant. Okay. So I'm not yeah. as hungry. 
it it helps to reduce my sugar cravings, yep. which is probably my biggest thing. And it also helps to repair the intestinal tract. Mm. So it, it it works for me. I sh- it, it's something that I should be doing every day. I've kind of fallen off the wagon just because I haven't really been at home for the last month, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it works wonders for me now. Now, when the ginger itself, uh, you keep it refrigerated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just I usually whenever I go to the store, I just get a whole ginger root, keep it in the fridge. I just cut off a piece of it. Okay. Uh, slice it and cube it and throw it in the sports bottle. Yeah, because a friend of mine was like, oh yeah, also get some fruit. And put it in water and let it sit for like twenty four to forty eight hours and start yeah, drinking yeah. that. People do the infused drinks. I, yeah. The thing is, a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that just for the taste, so they don't feel like they're just drinking water. And that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind the taste of water at all. I'm. I really. I'm like, let me just get to the best stuff that I can just put in my stomach right now. And right. Do what I need to do. I don't. I don't really want like watery strawberry taste or watery blueberry taste <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care well, add uh, some Topo Chico to it yeah uh, that'll make it worse yeah, Topo yeah, Chico that, yeah, that, that shit is disgusting um, I love that shit Topo Chico yeah, the uh, water. I've had better uh, yeah um, but it the the ginger lemon mm-hmm. water it, it gets straight to the point yeah it cleans you out and it, yeah it, it does wonders man if you want to add a slightly more gangster level of gangster level of gangster mm-hmm. yeah uh, put some cayenne, cayenne pepper. pepper. Why? Oh man, that'll 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 jumpstart your metabolism. Yep. So and, cayenne pepper, and, ginger and lemon. And for people who are more prone to drink coffee in the morning, who want to cut back on it, do that. That cayenne pepper will wake your ass up. Yep. Yep. And you'll be regular. <laughs> Very. You'll be regular. <laughs> I don't want to be too regular. Where I gotta <laughs> be at work. You gotta wear some diapers and that's shit. Why, that's why you do it on the do it on the weekend oh, hard. Okay. The weekend. Yeah, that's a flush. Get used to it. Yeah. That's a kidney flush. Yeah. yeah. That is a like let's, let's see I've been doing this thing now. Um I've been trying to watch the little gourmet shows and shit. You make little sandwiches. I'm trying to leave the flesh alone. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> I had got some garlic bread, like uh Texas toast. Yeah. Like some thin ones, mm-hmm. some fresh mozzarella, some fresh spinach, and some tomato uh sauce. And yeah. shit, I hooked that hoe up, man, like a grilled cheese sandwich and yo. That's a perfect fix. Bro, it yep. was. And um, I was reading uh, Eat Walnuts and it's supposed to extract the fat from the blood. And I'm right. like, bro, your blood gets fat? Yeah, and, and, and you know, man, it's it's like, you know, like in the 80s, they had all that nasty, nasty recipes and, <laughs> and shit <laughs> that you would buy that really tastes like cardboard. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, like that, that sandwich you just described, like I, I've made... I've made that a couple of times when, like, I was just trying to cut back on, you know, certain things, mm-hmm. and 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 it's really it's really easy to eat healthy if you really, you know, really know what you're doing. I know you're a, a connoisseur of all oh, kinds yes. of foods and 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 recipes. I'm a chef. You know, <laughs> you know. So I mean, yeah. And when when did, when did this turn into into uh, I don't know, man, a, a, a food show? I'm sorry, yeah, this, <laughs> hey, man. This, this sounds but a little too. Good. This sounds a little too woke right now, man. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Like, we, we eat, like we're eating kale and and, and yeah, spinach and right baby now. Carrots. Hopefully, we're getting all the woke shit out the way early, just so yeah, yeah. so we, we can turn up later. We detoxing. We still detoxing. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, real selves in a minute, man. Yeah. What yeah. did y'all, what did y'all get into for for Thanksgiving? I drove to Florida with my family. Nineteen hours there and Woo! back, and it was exhausting. But me and my pop, we always bond over music and a lot of stuff. Uh, he keeps me rolling. Uh, and luckily, 
he drove majority of the way because man, don't seeing nothing, <laughs> bro, and uh, then seeing civilization and seeing nothing again for a couple of hours gives you a, a real perspective on clean bathrooms and how important they are across the country. Right. Because mm, right. you stop at... <laughs> shout out to Bucky's. Shout yep. out to yep. Bucky's. And Bucky's has a competition out there. And it was it's like a B, but they're in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the name of it. It's a B or something. So they got, they got the little clever little quotes and shit on the billboards. Uh, loves, then Pilot. But then, you know what I'm saying, you start hitting the rural country oh, yeah. towns and it's like hit or miss. So... Yeah. Coming back, all A's. They get all A's. It's about it was no spell. They were clean. Uh, it, it was like okay, but going there, you had yeah. some man. It's like, like walking into a murder scene. Yeah, like bro, <laughs> yeah. like I had never yeah. breathed through my hand before. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So uh, there was only two restaurants <laughs> that we struck out like that right. out of the many urination breaks I had to take due to this mm. blood pressure medicine that I'm trying to get my ass off of. Mm. Uh. But yeah, man, it was fun. Uh, went to Cocoa Beach, and there wasn't enough Cocoa people there. Yeah. Um, uh, I see that Florida is a little bit behind other times. Uh, a lot of bit. A lot of bit, bro. Um, yeah, they're like the Dallas of <laughs> of the world. <laughs> <laughs> they are special Sweet kind shots. of people, man. Um, Won't he do it? <laughs> so, bro, uh, went to the Universal Studios out there. Yeah, how was that? That was cool. Uh, wasn't a lot of people on the day we went. I mm-hmm. uh, did the Jimmy Fallon ride, got a Roots uh, sweatshirt. Cost a lot, but it was worth it. Mm. Uh, a lot of the rides were cool. Did the uh, Simpsons. They had the little shit still. My sister had one of Field Nostalgic. She did the E.T. ride. That shit was bogus. I was like, man, just <laughs> I'd rather walk. Uh, came home, my dad did a gumbo out there, and it was bomb. We had a pool. Uh, yeah, man, it, it was good. It was a good time to reflect on what we were thankful for, and uh, I was heard it was cold as shit down here. Uh, uh, it got, it, it got, got, yeah, it did. I think it got cold, but I was, I was pretty much gone by then. Yeah, yeah, it was later on that evening. Later on that evening, um. Thanksgiving for me every year. Uh, I have ten plates every Thanksgiving. Damn, brother! I have ten plates. That's why your metabolism high as hell. Man. I, I just, I just, that's my day to go all out. Just fuck it and just say What's fuck it. Ten yeah, plates. Just, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a diabetic for those who don't know. But and and I, I, you know, some days are cool. Some days I gotta adjust accordingly but on thanksgiving i just say fuck it mm. because mm. i i just I, I i need to eat my 10 plates jumping out the window with uh, this so, one yeah i jump i jump out the window without a bungee cord but uh mm. people uh and it's it's pretty fun it's pretty amazing like when i start seeing stars and shit and i know i have to pull back Ooh. a little bit and take my medicine and i know that that you know it's getting real at that point but the journey to the stars is beautiful <laughs> uh the cranberry sauce that uh. my mother always gets for me and nobody else not my brothers the or sisters oh. uh, the cranberry sauce is always amazing is it uh, homemade it must be homemade no no it's not homemade I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a street dude I eat it straight out the can my nigga you know what I'm saying cranberry shout out to uh, uh, cran- what, what is it uh, ocean spray ocean, ocean spray got the bomb yeah. too um, mm. we had the, tart. we had mm. the bomb as the bomb as dressing made from my uh my my, I hate to say stepdad, making me hungry, but bro. but you know straight from Louisiana. Mm. Oh my God! Oh, I, so y'all had the I, seafood? Oh dressing? my God! 
No, and this it was funny. We didn't have it this year. We had it last year. We didn't have it this year. Okay. But she still made it. And I felt like I jumped into a pool of itis as soon as I mm. bit into the mm. first bite. And, and and brothers, excuse me. I know when I talk about food, I get a little in depth. But it's just I I'm, love food. I'm, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm starting I'm to get a little, get a little grumbly over oh here, Oh, my God. But the, the shit was amazing. I think my tongue just went numb. But thanks. This, <laughs> this shit was amazing. Just uh, drink some more water. You'll be all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, so I was, I was drinking water and drinking and drinking, you know, adult beverages. For the rest of the ride, I uh, enjoyed my time with my mother, my sister, my brother, uh, my nieces, my niece and nephews. Uh, we watched uh, She's Gotta Have It. We'll talk about that probably in the future. Um, but, we'll talk um, about it next week. Like, no, y'all yeah. can talk about it now. Okay. Probably, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking, I'm, I, I don't really like remakes. So. I got to watch it first. So I'm, we gotta I, talk I, don't, I don't like remakes either. I, I don't like remakes either. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll are gonna talk about okay. it next week. But yeah. it's it's we'll talk about it. Um, but well, it's, I said how light bars was. I'm like, I don't like it already. You'll be surprised. I'll say you'll be surprised. Nothing that touches the original. The original article is always, you know, on point. Please, With, baby. Please, baby. Please, baby. Yeah, please, yo, please, baby. Yeah, yo, baby. Yeah, 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 yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Please, baby. Now, I mean, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll okay. talk about it. But like, Thanksgiving was cool. Yeah, and what ended my Thanksgiving? What ended my Thanksgiving is I watched Robert Townsend's. Partners in Crime, what Ooh. comedy special, and I <laughs> now nah, y'all y'all know what that is. So the absolutely, the oh black. my god, dog! The it took me. I haven't seen that in years. It took me back, like the bold, the black, the beautiful. Yes, you know that that shit there, man, was the great nightcap, man. To to that night, man. So I, I enjoyed myself. And man. I like to do man. the nasty. I likes to do. <laughs> D D, how was how was yours, man? Well, I attended the um, the annual um, Rappers I Know Winter Music Conference, um, and it was <laughs> it was everything that you wanted it to be. Without pictures of Nike factory shoes. oh and that, and that was the thing like this year i was like i, I don't even want to take any pictures man i just want to go get the fuck out and just because i was really waiting by your timeline like I'm it would it would have looked like it would have looked like every other year that i took photos all right like, these niggas eating again oh yeah we were so <laughs> uh so actually on thanks i flew in on thanksgiving day and in the non-thanksgiving tradition we actually went and ate at Fogo de Chao. Whoa. Oh, wow. Woo. Ballers. Woo. What's it? Fogo? Meat sweats. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Your I got would have swole up. Man, I, I actually had to I actually had to <laughs> like play the bitch move. So I started off, you know they have that table with like all the, the actual vegetables and all that. Yeah. I started off there, got a full plate of that. So I was like, let me go ahead. Yeah, let me go ahead and get this part. Damn, right. you made me want to go there today. Shit. <laughs> and I, you know, I haven't been there in probably fifteen years. Damn. Yeah. And I forgot how often they come by with that meat. I was like, bro, y'all, man, y'all are really tripping. Like, I finished my plate of vegetables. I said, I'm gonna do that first before I get any meat. That's smart. As soon as I turned that card over for that meat, man, they were just like, "Would you try? Would you like to try prime rib?" Would you like to try some ribeye? Would oh, you tr- like to try some God. honey lemon butter chicken? Oh, Would you like to try some some applewood chicken sausage? All right, no more, man. I was just like, bro, torture. Make it stop. More, please. That's food <laughs> porn, man. Yeah, it was it was it was actual food porn. So 
And, and, oh my god! So I'm like, I'm trying to hurry up and eat the meat before pause. Pause. Before, oh shit! Right. <laughs> before you know, they keep bringing me more meat. But it's like I just had to turn that card back over and stop. And then I went back to the other table and got some more vegetables and finished it off that way. Still had the meat sweats though, man. Like actual literal sweats. Damn. Uh, of saltiness. Yeah. <laughs> But it was so good. It was so good. Damn, dog. Uh, I got yeah, it. Is it still like awesome. over $30 to eat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there's a 0% chance that you will not be full when you're done. I just have to go. You know, I'm just going to go to a buffet. That's how I'm going to get over this fast today. This nigga here just talked to my fucking child in front of me, bro. better go to a water buffet. Stay strong. Stay strong for us, man. No, but see, I can only eat between 1 and 6. Like, 1 and 6, after 6 p.m., it's a wrap. Well, shit, after after this, you better go in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go in. I'm eating... I'm eating so much every hour, bro. I'm going a, I'm to a have to. Re- I got on jogging pants for a reason. The elastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, so then Friday, we drove down to Portland for our, you know, our annual um, our annual Hodge to the Nike employee store. And it was it was still it was still on point. You know, a couple records were broken. Um, <laughs> the amount of money spent. And the amount of time spent in the store. We were in the store for three hours this time. Shut it up. Damn. Three hours. Left nothing unturned or uncovered, man. Okay. Gotta see some of the shoes. Okay. I'll I'll show you after we're done. Um, I vote that sometime next year we have to do a From Houston with Love in Seattle. Oh, that that could be done easily, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of hearing these stories about the Yo, you, store. you. I mean, you got, but you. You know, we got to plan it well ahead of time because gotcha. you, you have to you have to be invited by you basically have to be invited by somebody that works there to give you the pass to do it. Oh, and we okay. we got you, barely gotcha. we barely got in this time. Gotcha. Uh, but it can be done if if there's enough planning. Yeah, everything in there, like anything that's on sale for Nike, like in their regular outlets, uh, regular stores or whatever, it's, it used to be 50% off. It's 40% off now, but it's still still straight. Uh, there's no sales tax in Oregon. So, boy, let's go down there and just... Like an ass. I'm a donkey. Wow. Like Donald turned into a donkey. As soon as he turned around, Nigga, what? <laughs> yeah, we. It, it's, it's definitely like the worst side of consumerism that you can imagine. Oh, man. But hey, man, you know, I'm straight for the year now. Uh, of course. Pause. Went to, done. Yeah. Went to, went, to, went, to, went to Pine State Biscuits. Got the usual. This year, though, they had a Thanksgiving biscuit where the actual biscuit was made out of dressing. So they took dressing and formed it into a biscuit and then put like turkey, gravy, and cranberry sauce in it. Okay. okay. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I took fuck, a picture of it. Bro. I took a picture of it, but fuck, I didn't post bro. it. Oh, <laughs> fuck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I took a picture of it, but I didn't post it because I was like, it's going to trigger Shit, somebody. Shit, man. That's all right, dude. <laughs> You're going to be all right, man. You got your essential water, pH oh. 9. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was you know that was that. Uh, the visual alone, bro. You know that was that. Gotta we, see that shit. We um, you know, 
it was it was good, man. Um, you know, me and FWMJ and Frank Fellows and you know, good old Slop Funk Dust. Slop. You know, did our thing. Um, you know, did a few drinks, quite a few old fashions. And uh, oh, Cashless was out there too. He just happened to be out there. Uh, he just so happened to be out there. That yeah. guy. <laughs> what up, Cashless? Guy. You know, he did his thing. And we just, you oh, know, son of a bitch. we just held it down. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that made me How just. How beautiful that look, bro. Yeah, showing him the photo of the. Yeah, uh, I, I saw that bro. when he posted. The you, turkey. That's, 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 I think Frank Fellows posted. Yeah, Frank, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I know I saw I see you, Frank Wavy. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> it was good, man. It was, it was <laughs> on point. Uh, and that was that, man. I actually flew back in town Tuesday morning, landed at 4.30, and drove straight to work. And worked a full eleven-hour day and came home and collapsed. I took a whole bath when I got to work. And my lunch, I would be Damn. sleeping in my car. <laughs> oh, it was serious. That's yeah, I was, real. I was at work at like five thirty. I was like, if I go home, it's a wrap. You know, I had my, you know, had my, I had my bag of athletic wipes, as right. they call them. Of course, mm. uh, of course. And I got there before anybody got to work. Took that whole bath. Yep. Uh, you know, changed into the brand new polo that I bought from the outlet. <laughs> nice. Out in Oregon, and done. It was a wrap. Hey. <laughs> 50% off the lowest ticket we start with straight shot and then pop god. bottles oh my god uh, <laughs> watch someone pop a tag on your hose real quick Oops, there it goes I'm going to do the rest of this this uh, podcast with my hat down like this because I can't look at demon. that nigga shining over here he's shining uh, shit, nigga, I didn't have shit, nigga need new here. shades over here I didn't here. have 10 plates though I didn't have 10 plates Hey man, ma- mama, mama made the, mama made the food. Man. See, that's I what I'm saying, place, though. Man. But, yeah, <laughs> but no, it was fun, man. It's always good to, you know, have those those uh, RIK conferences a couple times a year, man. You know, discussing big business. You know, discussing the next major moves for the next year or so. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, like I'm, I'm gonna about. buy six shoes, yeah. seven shoes next year. Fly race niggas. I'm gonna stunt. They don't catch fillers, they catch flights. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Dang, I like that. It's that currency. Okay. I got them receipts where y'all's at. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I like that. Yeah, yeah. y'all to give a currency a little bit more, man. He's a fly guy. Spitter, oh, no. Spitter. Oh, yeah. Spitter, man. No, D Rose, he's a he's a he's a he's a huge. Mm-hmm. He put me on the currency, yeah. Spitta. Yeah. Um, I guess this is as good a time as any to go ahead and take our first break mm-hmm. and uh D Ray will probably have to Go ahead and replenish himself somehow. Because you're looking kind of kind of gaunt I'm in the face. Now. I'm probably probably pale, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you sweating. Yeah. You sweating literally water. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know, no yeah. salt in the no sweat. Salt. At all. Uh, uh, what's Straight up, man? You. My mouth is dry, <laughs> like my phone. Hey, anyway, we will uh, we will take a break, listen to some music, get us to some good tunes, and we'll be right back with from Houston with love. Damien over there shining. Shining bright. That's ash, actually. Oh, it's reflective. Okay, ashy or something. I forgot. <laughs> ash is crazy. <laughs> Explosion flows poetic Born like the energy's kinetic 86 genetic Frank the medic like the anesthetic Code name V slash The man from room 5 I never job Been known the humble G that keeps it live A vigilant veteran I'm vicious The verdict is vengeance It strengthened each sentence A locomotive engine Hold oh. 
The style fuego set ablaze a log hill. I spill mustard gas, every line be ill. Mind the Alan Moore, solar Emmett Till. Enhanced intellect with mad skills. Frank against these, keep it drill. The law wills make mills with the pen. Trying to blow up like the house of parliament of Big Ben. Yo, Steez. Murders with the beats of Hyatt Austin. This is Grand Lawson. Nate Palm on the Violet Carson. Yeah, a Hyatt Austin. This is Grand Lawson. Disguise is William Brookwood, Frankie the old bloke My razor dart shook good, nigga that's no joke I rock well, as far as I can tell I will prevail I get you hyped like reading Valerie's letter in a cell Yo, I'ma never stop G till I finish the task It's more than a face underneath the false mask A message to your local broadcast It's victory at last Welcome back, welcome back from the music break uh, We are here still stewing from our Thanksgiving stories mm. uh, Still salivating over the sweet suggestions of the succulent biscuit made turkey dressing <laughs> Cranberry chutney oozing I, out of it Man, it was one of those things, that I looked uh, at the menu, I was like they The description of it alone, I was like, I don't know what this is like but I have to have it. D Ray, you just made made it sound like uh getting ready to have sex with a plate, man. Bro, I would. I would beat a bra's ass over a plate of food. Oh right man. Now. Oh man. And that's the saying and it's so nice uh, yeah, just uh, I don't even hit the I, I feel your energy. But I think in this sense it'll be justified for me. I got something that'll bring your spirits up, man. What's that? I don't know if you guys heard the good news the other day. I shouldn't say good news. Good news for me because I'm selfish. <laughs> Rosario Dawson is single again Huh? Oh word Really? I heard Eric Andre uh, About time broke up, broke up Yeah I'm a little bit word. thirsty now <laughs> Have you been stalking her on a Snapchat? Maybe? Not really I had fell off after she was fucking with him I'm like I'm done I have um, <laughs> there was oh, one. What happened? Well I mean You know Rosario is kind of weird In that she just Is very uninhibited at times so I remember on one day, I can't remember the day, um, she Snapchatted from the toilet. Nice. Wow. From, from the toilet. Completely naked. From the toilet. Yes. Wow. Naked. Wow. Yeah. She's not getting fucked enough because you're getting fucked enough. You're not yeah, doing shit yeah, like she's that. she's just doing too much extra curricular right. activity. Look, with, man, with, she believes in causes there. and things like that, man. I mean, hey, she was in kids, right? She yeah. was in kids. Okay, yeah. So that says it all right there, man. Uh yeah um yeah wow. but yeah so from the toilet Bay is back on the market mm. for uh, for those of you who are interested damn um, uninhibited uh, uninhibited yeah I was who shit yeah so it's good yeah. you know she I guess they had some type of life changing event that finally brought them to their senses or brought her to her senses wait, wait it was Tuesday I mean what the day the day changed like they just I don't know right <laughs> you know what I'm saying like shit so first fucking I'm like nigga what how in the hell he want oh you know what let me hate not it's, yeah it's Thursday today I don't think our our energy is lining up uh, it's a Mercury is in retrograde yeah uh, I still yeah. don't know what that shit means me either I, I don't either uh, you know yeah. it's just hey it's a time for me to make excuses about shit I didn't do yeah, you know yeah I don't feel like doing anything the planets are moving in different directions yeah. and it's affecting my mood it's affect, yeah just make make better let choices. me be a bitter bitch okay. for the thing yay oh so <laughs> going back to Thanksgiving week uh, the other thing that I did during Thanksgiving during Thanksgiving week was recorded a couple of podcasts 
Um, mm. Recorded one with that guy John from About to Review, mm-hmm. which uh, shout out, yeah, shout out, which premiered last week. By the way, him and uh, the other guy on the show, Tim, huge fans of From Houston with Love. That is what say, is us, like huge fans. Shout out to John and Tim. Um, they both said that you guys are funny. No mention of me, but mm. um, they said that you guys are funny, and they enjoy. The camaraderie that we have amongst each other. Northsiders. That's what's up, man. Um, okay. Seems like that's, people, that's, uh, people like the things from North. Everybody loves the North except your dogs. Yeah, yeah, man. Your dogs I, hate I, the North side. I don't know what polling size you're coming from with that, but. Uh, like, look. they just feel like this guy ain't from the sunny side. But, you know, hey, there's a reason why. <laughs> your dogs. There's a reason why Don lives around the corner for me. But. Um, we also recorded the Curly Nerd podcast, and the theme of that podcast, which was kind of cool, was we were talking about um, comic book based, like TV shows, movies, and so forth, mm-hmm. that we felt like kind of changed the game for comic book movies. And it got me to thinking, like, what if we kind of took that same approach and talked about a few things that really resonated with us? Mm-hmm. During our formative years as well, mm-hmm. um, because I, I don't, I don't know if we ever, we've ever gotten a chance to really talk about that even amongst each other. So, my challenge, if the two of you accept, is want to talk about. Each of us can name one music album, mm. one TV show, and one movie that were life changing to us. For some reason, and talk about why. And That's hope, easy. And hopefully, we don't have to talk about you know how bad your opinion is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's start. Let's start with music album first. Who wants to go first? Uh, we'll let Cashmere go yeah. first with this one. Mm. <clears throat> and in case one of y'all takes mine, I got a backup for each one. Oh, yeah. me too. Yeah, cause man. And I'm, I'm sitting here because I have two <laughs> that I'm still because I'm a big tribe fan, man. Okay, so skip that one. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm giving my statement before I make okay. my my choice. Okay. Now I'm a big I'm a big tribe fan, but I gotta take it back to the essence. I gotta take it back to the essence. Okay, so it was it was going to be between uh, Tribe Called Quest and BDP. Mm-hmm. Mm. You got my second one. I am a, I'm, and I and I, I I hate to be dramatic, man, but I just gotta explain it. Go for it. I'm an MC because of this man here, KRS One, the teacher. Knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone. The Blastmaster. Yeah. And the crew, BDP. Uh. The album with my philosophy on it uh, was it edutainment? Because uh, this is how no, I by any means necessary. necessary. My, say it again. By, by any means. By any means necessary. See, this is how how organic it is. <laughs> <laughs> but by any means necessary, that 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 album with my philosophy. Because my philosophy was I poetry. Can, you know it's me. I can I can spit that whole rhyme word for word. It's the first first rap song I ever no no the first rap song I ever wrote down was Run DMC's King of Rock mm. but 
when I started writing for real, for real, when I was at Lamar Fleming, I, the first, the first, uh, the first rhyme that ever meant anything to me was my philosophy because I was so enamored by the song, and I wrote the whole song down, and then I wrote a song called My Intellect. That was my first song <laughs> I ever wrote. Don't ask me to say it; I don't even remember it. Damn. I wrapped it in a, I rapped against. I had a rap battle against Henry Stroud in the restroom. Oh wow. And he rapped Big Daddy's King. So I, I did mine. Niggas was like, oh, shit, little shorty, he can, he can rap. And, and, and Henry rapped Big Daddy Kane's. Um, Raw? <laughs> he rapped the symphony. The Ooh, symphony uh, setting verse. Setting it off. Letting mm. it off. Get it. Uh, if, if rap was a house, you'd be evicted. Shit like that. I'm uh, sitting there in a battle like, man, this motherfucker duck. Bite but anyway, ass. anyway, I, dig <laughs> I digress. I digress. But yeah, man, uh, BDP's album, By Enemies Necessary, My Philosophy, mm -hmm. that was my shit, man. And yeah. it changed. Uh, shit, this, this is why I now have like four, five, four, five uh, projects out. Mm. Yep. Because of that one song right there and that album. <laughs> right there is what yeah. changed the scope for me. Now I was gonna come with albums from different genres, but I wasn't. I'm not no, no, gonna no, do no. that. That's why I was gonna. I was just. Yeah, yeah. That's why I just said music album doesn't matter which genre. Yeah, yeah. But just yeah, one. it was it was that one. Okay, because that was yeah that was like ninety. I mean eighty seven, eighty eight. Fresh for eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. You suckers. suckers. Yeah. yeah, that was um, also. This this is not my. My official entry, but that was that 88 was a tough year. It was, yeah, it was. 88 was, it tough. was a tough year because you also had <laughs> you gotta set the record straight. You, you know what I'm saying? NWA <laughs> and the posse coming yeah. out, big yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, but the, the most notable thing about that album for me, I, I had known of BDP since before then, but I was you know, I'm still pretty young, so I didn't really put a lot of two and two together because I, you know, obviously with Criminal Minded, right? Um, but by any means necessary was the first one that I can remember seeing visually because of the My Philosophy video. And I remember being impressed by KRS-One's flow because his flow was a lot more conversational. It was like, it's not like he wasn't really rapping with a right. cadence. It felt like it felt like he was actually talking to you. And he was one of the first guys that was like dropping shit that made me go back and do research. When it was when it was all done, me and Joel was watching at the crib watching that video last night, yeah. and what you just said, I said to him verbatim. He was talking to you. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't rapping at you. He was talking to you. Yep. Where it was, it was it made sense and it sounded dope as fuck. Yep. And it made you go back, which which is why to this day, because of that song to this day, and I may catch some flack for saying this, I still credit. KRS One as being the single most influential like solo rapper on the way that I wrote and the way that I presented myself as well. Say word, um, you know. All recently problematic things aside, uh, I still got to give credit where credits due. All right, <laughs> D Ray with the play by play and what not to say. Up from the thirty six chambers, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostface. Everybody knows me knows when that shit dropped. All right, I'm gonna take it back to when I first heard Protecting Deck on KPFT. Yes, and I was and I used to make my little tapes, you know, recording when they dropped some dope. Yes, I literally recorded the song twice. 
because they played it back to back because the shit was so fucking dope. I remember that. And I remember. I remember, that. I remember when they even went up to the station and my boy Kaz and them were there and they, they came home and they were so excited. They told him about like how tall these dudes were and they were all black and they had Tim's on and it was about that bullshit. And then I was told by one of my cousins about the nice fight that they had at Chocolate Town. Ah, some niggas from New York came the down side. there and tried to rap and got into fisticuffs with the crowd. Only to be told I was there as well. So, <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan, there ain't nothing to be fucked with, man. Um, changed my life, changed the way I talked, uh, changed the way I approached things. Even when their love songs came on, I would write and say shit to girls in the most flyest of ways. Yeah, you, I like your backyard. It's banging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. You ever tell her that she'd be spotted like Spuds McKenzie? If I was jiggy, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I start t- talking with criminal talk, you know. You did, the, the, you did the Cabadonna dance yeah, too. Yeah, man. I call it a supermodel, you know. <laughs> I, fish is my favorite dish too. You feel me, yo, God? Everybody was God. Matter of fact, people started making fun of me at school and started calling me, hey, yo. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they thought that shit was hilarious. I start wearing car hearts and hockey jerseys, and it's hot. Oh, yeah. It's so, fucked yes. down here. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, I was I was little, little A-yo, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> cross colors and uh, Timberland boots. That was me. Yeah, so um, it was Wu-Tang. Wow. December 12th, 1993. Exactly one week after seeing A Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, Souls of Mischief in concert at Rockefeller. At Rockefeller's, I hate everybody West. that was there. Rockefeller's West. I was grounded. I couldn't even go. Wow. Um, <laughs> my group and I, Chaotix, along with DJ Cosmos and his group Soul, Season, Season, Season Soul, Soul yep. were in the studio. And our studio at the time was located in the same building as ninety-seven point nine back when it was on Richmond and Hillcroft or whatever. So we were there, um, and it was New Style Records Studios. It was next door, right next door to, it was one door over from the radio station. So a lot of times, whenever rappers or whoever would come to town, 97.9 didn't really have a green room area, so a lot of times the studio would just let them hang out over there. Well, on December 12th, 1993, we had just finished wrapping up uh, a posse cut that we did with members of the Cycle Ward as well. Nine circles wow. of wreck. And, wow. And, and wow. Cosmos wow. was yeah, Cosmos was doing the cuts. Um, in comes Will Strickland. Um, Will Strickland is known as one of the people he he worked with. Uh, well, he was on K True at Rice. He went to Rice, mm-hmm. played ball there. He did the radio station there. He was also responsible for promoting the Wu Tang in the South. They even shout him out on the record. Will Strickland. Yep. Um, he walked in, and behind him were uh, eight or nine gentlemen <laughs> um, dressed very New Yorkish. Mm. Turns out it was all the members of the Wu Tang Clan. Did they have the screw face on? Minus Master Killer, he was not there. Um, I still never really considered him a part of like Wu Tang Prime, and uh, Capadano was not there because he's also not really in Wu Tang. Uh, but yeah, all the members of Wu Tang were there. The, the the hateful eight, and it was a surreal experience because <laughs> we were completely unfazed. This was right before. This was the night after 
Mm. The infamous uh, Chocolate night at uh, Club Northside, it was, as it was known as oh, the time. Oh, Northside, yep, yep, yep. And Method Man's hand was bandaged up. And, you know, we, we, we knew them from, like, seeing them, like, on the video. Because this was not too long after... Method Man per- dropped. Yeah, Method Man dropped. And I think Protect Your Neck, the video came out, too. So they were still kind of fresh. Like, oh, man, well, yeah, you, you the guys that we saw on uh, Pump It Up or whatever, MTV Raps. Yeah. Yeah, you know, your song is pretty cool, man. You know, we don't... We don't slob on niggas like that, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we looked at Method Man's hand. We're like, you're Method Man, right? He's like, yeah. Like, man, what happened to your hand? I mean, you know, we had this little altercation at our show last night, man. You know, and you know, brothers, you know, got got cut with a, you know, got cut with a broken body. You know what I mean? So you know, got my hand bandaged up or whatever, whatever, man. You know, it's all good. Like they really downplayed what happened right. the night before. When they left, uh, Will Strickland told us what happened. I was like, "Oh, they got punked by the North Side." <clears throat> um, but it was it was pretty cool, man. We got to meet all of them. I didn't recognize Ghostface at first because that was the first time I'd ever seen him without the stocking over his face. Uh, ODB was there, lit, uh, quite stereotypically drinking a forty, <laughs> and asked one of us to dispose of it for him. I was like, "No, you can man, just set that on the floor, man. That ain't your maid." Um, the RZA was in another room. There was a room. It was like a like a B studio room, and there was a desk full of tapes. They always had a bunch of tapes in there, like retail tapes and demo tapes. Mm-hmm. He found that desk and he was digging through it, like stealing tapes. Bong bong. So, yeah. So we, you know, me and Mike, we just walked back there. We're like, oh hey, what's up, man? You RZA, right? You do all the production, right? He was like, yeah. While he's stashing tapes. Um, and I was like, oh, hold before you take that one, let me let me grab that tape before you take that one. Okay, yeah, uh, we got a question for you, man. Because <laughs> um, we never really gotten a clear answer for it. How how many people are in Wu Tang Clan? And with a straight face, and no like sense of sarcasm in his tone, he went, "We as deep as the Atlantic Ocean, kid." And we both looked at him and we just went, okay, um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave you here, man. Um, good talking to you. Yeah. Um, but from that moment on, and, and again, this was right when they were just fresh out the box. Yeah. Man, within a couple of weeks, they were the biggest thing in the world. And we're like, wow, that's actually kind of crazy. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, in Houston in particular, a lot of people would come here. Just before they blew up, Eminem right. was one of them. Eminem, right. Big Biggie, yep. yeah, you know that was one of the most one of the ones. Yeah, Mob Deep. Yeah, I remember Mob Deep. It yeah. was like, man, like two weeks ago, they were just like nobody knew who they were. They yep. were throwing bottles at him at his show. At who? At his show. Him and Royster Five died. They threw bottles at the Roxy. Wow. Well, at his ass. Well, that was the Roxy. Yeah. Y'all, y'all like throwing bottles, man. I mean, shit. That's why they don't serve them no more. <laughs> yeah. Exactly why they don't serve bottles anymore at certain clubs. Yeah, well, that's a good pick, man. That's why you got a cup, bitch, a plastic cup. You can't yeah. go too far. <laughs> <laughs> you should have probably breaking your hand on the way out. Yeah, but now Wu Tang is a good one, man, because they, um, you know, they were, and probably still are one of the most influential hip hop groups ever, man. But when they hit. I know for a lot of people, it really made them. Like, Raw, I'm going to give it to you with no trivia. I'm like cold case straight from Bolivia. So my answer, uh, yeah. album that changed the game for me was um, 
this should come as no surprise. It's Low End Theory by Tribe Called yep. Quest. Yep, that was my second one. For, for all the reasons that I mentioned before, um, it, was, it was the first album to ever give me, quote unquote, that feeling. Um, I had expectations in my mind for it after after the first after instinctive travels i was like okay they got another album coming up i think it'll be pretty good and it literally froze time for me that i i listened to that album um and i tell the story the whole all the time I, because i had to hook up with sound waves you know the albums came out on tuesday my dude let me super get it. tuesday my dude let me get it on monday pause and I, at first, I was like, I'm just going to give it a casual listen just so I can bring it to school tomorrow and let everyone just see, like, I already got it. So you know, I ain't even got to skip school to, to go get it like you fools. And my first listen, I literally was just frozen in place. I actually, I was sitting on my bed listening to it and I did not move. The entire time that it was playing. And when it was done, I think I went to get a plate to eat, came back, listened to it again. I listened to that album on repeat all night. Did not go to sleep. By the time I got to school the next morning, not only had I already like worn off some of the lettering on the tape, I knew every word to every song of that album. By the time I got to school the next morning. I was just like, and I was obsessed with that album. And when we sat down in the morning before school, and everybody was like, "Man, y'all ready for the? Y'all ready to go get it today? Whatever, blah blah blah." I just, I just pulled out the cassette, unfolded that those liner notes, and I was like, "Yo, I already know this whole album front yeah. to back, man." Yeah. Like it was, I, I just, I had never heard anything that sounded that good to me on any level. At any point in my life, and I, I can't even describe it. I can't even quantify that feeling because I've never had that that feeling since. Like I've I've heard really good albums since, yeah. and I think technically Midnight Marauders is a better album, but I've never been caught off guard like that. Like it's like hearing a new language for the first time, and it's the most beautiful language you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Like I'll never be able to recapture that feeling. It's like tasting colors. It's because hmm. it's because we see. And we well we we saw the transition from the first album to that because the first album was not even the first album was just a glimpse of what yeah they embodied but when that second album hit I understand the feeling that you can't explain mm-hmm. because I too I was in my room and I had I had a big I had a I had a um a big ass record player that could play cassettes too. I laid in the dark with just the light on the the light on the record player on, listening to that cassette all freaking night. Mm. Then I leave my room, so I understand that feeling. Cause the intro, when that when you hear that that back in the days when I was a teenager, before I had status and before I had a pager, you could find the abstract listening to hip hop. My papa used to tell me it reminded him of bebop. I'm gonna tell you what I heard this shit. I'm coming off the bus hearing that. After in the school, everybody just finally got it. And motherfuckers, 
I'm going to curse on this one. Motherfuckers oh. cannot understand that feeling because they were not there. Some who were yeah. not there yeah. to understand where where we were at that time. And then that album came out. Like, even, <laughs> like, like you said. Every you, song. Yeah. Well, you, especially when you hear that cello and that, that bass. And I, like I said, I remember looking out the window with my homeboy. He like, yo, hear this, Donald. And he put it on my ears. I looked out the window of the bus while I was pulling up to my stop. And I was like. And I wanted to stay on the bus stop. Matter of fact, I rode to the next stop where he got off at just to continue listening to it. Because I was like, dude, I was blown the fuck away. And I was this shit here. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you're right. It literally froze time. It, it froze yes. time for me. The the closest wow. that I've gotten to that feeling, and this, this may sound blasphemous to some of y'all, the closest that I've gotten to that feeling recently was when Kendrick's Good Kid, Mad City came out. Yeah. And that was because... I again, I was not a huge Kendrick fan prior to it. I liked Section 80, but I was like, it's cool. I don't think he's going to make a good quote unquote mainstream album. And when I listened to Good Kid Mad City, it was the same thing. I actually, as, an, as a grown ass adult, I yes. actually sat in place and listened to that entire album front to back. And I was like, I am almost the same feeling. I'm completely amazed at this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that man, all good entries, all good entries. All right. So for the second round, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to clash on this one. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this time, we, well, we're going to go in the same order. Mr. Cashmere Don, life changing TV show for you. Man, it's so, God damn, it's so many, man. And again, I, I got, I got backups in case I, we cross the streams. Cause I, I got, I got, I got, I got. <laughs> <laughs> Um, damn, this 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 is so it's difficult for me because I love like it's, it's certain things that set requirements for it. Okay, <laughs> you know, and we're from the same era, so yeah. Uh, but life changing, life changing, man. Like TV shows, I'll say I I, I really didn't encounter really. I'm I'm gonna give this one, man. This is just the honest truth. Okay. A different world was life changing for me. That's acceptable. Mm -hmm. Seeing blacks in that, college. That's on the list. From where I was from, not seeing it. Because I wasn't seeing that shit in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, mm -hmm. there probably were people there that went to college and, you know, did their thing or whatever. But I was young. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still trying to figure figure stuff out. But a different world uh, changed things for me just looking at how you could watch watch uh young blacks uh um gentlemen and and women go to go to uh college and and really just um achieve and some not achieve right. it was a <laughs> the real, very realistic view it? yeah yeah because it was it was a, a, a nice balance of you seeing uh, uh lisa bonet's character not finish yeah you know that was real because when I went to college, I saw a whole lot of cats one semester and then mm -hmm. the next semester, side an hour. Yep. Can't do it. Party too much, drank too many parties, smoked too many blunts, had too much freedom on my time. I'm mean, freedom on my hands, or whatever. But um, yeah, that changed it for me. That made me, uh, that just really reinforced uh, for me going to college. And uh, besides my grandfather uh, getting in my ass, <laughs> pause, uh, trying to, you know, make me make the right decisions. Um, but that really reinforced some things for me because I was really a I was a weird kid. I was a thinker, uh, 
hell of a thinker you know what i'm saying like really cerebral and um that just really helped me to make a lot of decisions that were important leading up to me graduating high school and going to college so it's funny um on the other on the curly nerd podcast when when that guy named john did his entry even though the instructions clearly said you know it had to be a comic book show um his entry was a different world as right. far as like life changing shows and I, and I think we all i mean obviously we all agreed on that um what what was really essential about that show for me was even though the cosby show was a really good show and it was kind of like the centerpiece of our household every mm-hmm. thursday mm-hmm. that a, diff- a different world was the first show that felt like it was my show right and immediately the cosby show became my parents show like right. yeah that's that's for y'all this show was for me right i think at the time i was either about to be in high school or in high school and so this this really spoke to to my experience and if you couple that with like school days that came out you know a little bit around that time those were the first shows that really or the first show in one of the first movies that really highlighted what it's like for black people to be in college because i don't think we'd really seen anything really high uh, yeah to an extent again an that's extent. that's 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 from our parents generation still but cooley high was cooley high was more of a coming of age and didn't really i don't think it really to me because i didn't see it until later on it didn't really show like this is what it would be like if i was in college right now yeah because you just saw you saw right. preach running to the bus and yeah mm-hmm. then it just went off yeah and like you said <laughs> a different world it it not only just showed, you know the other thing about it was it wasn't overly positive it wasn't like everyone that's going to college right. is going to achieve and we're all going to have like letterman letterman jackets with you know our monograms on it and all this and everything's no it's like people drop out people yeah you know get assaulted people have weird relationships uh all kinds of stuff and it and it was i think for our generation especially it was a groundbreaking life-changing show which is kind of cool now that blackish is basically doing the same, same thing, thing right with, with grownish um yep. i'm curious to see how that formula works out as well yeah. and one, one more thing uh, another thing i just i saw people that i mean you know pretty much that could have been my my um my cousin you know my older cousins or yep. i mean they dress we dressed they dressed like us you know i mean see Dwayne wayne with jays on and air force ones yep and the bomber jackets and stuff like that and the sweaters i used to wear that shit. you yep. know what i'm saying like i wore bom- i wore bomber jacket because of Dwayne wayne z I- caparicis i wore <laughs> I just, yeah the, the caparicis uh Mario francisco I, Jabba. I wore the, the sweaters i wore the yeah. sweaters and turtleneck I, I, yeah. I was dressing like that because that Mario was the standard Brudity. you know what i'm saying and that yeah that 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 was it was real that 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 show was life-changing for me okay Sorry about that. All right, Mr. 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 Ray. Um, my show that uh it really got me I didn't know what it was doing like back in the days, but I think to me it was a life changing show was the Chappelle show. Okay. Okay, take that. Chappelle show was just raw. And I couldn't believe, like, damn, he did that on TV type shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was always left dumbfounded and it was always when I went to school or like college and they say people were like, Did you see what he did? And you know, we're trying to 
uh, perform it in front of my peers, and I was like, "Yo, you just have to watch it." And then when they watched it, like, "Yo, man, it was just as, like the way you did it, but it was funny." And I'm like, "Oh, of course, because yeah. it was his shit." But Chappelle's show, man, hands down, was to it, me. I like it's, it's all over from here. It can't be topped, yeah, especially for the current generation. Like it, 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 it clearly defined black comedy and the black experience, like over the last fifteen years. Like that, that show, and it, it. it <laughs> It exceeded mm-hmm. a lot of. Um, I, I'm not even. I don't even know the word that I'm looking for. But that nigga would do the dumbest shit to be the funniest shit. Yeah, but it was all still. It was all still socially relevant. Yeah, and even to this day, most of it still holds up pretty well. Darknesses. You know, yes. Key and Peele would not have a career if not for without the Chappelle they show. They biting ass. Yes. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to burp and laugh, dog. Yeah. That's that shit. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm gonna put, a, I'm gonna throw out one show, but I also have two honorable mentions, just because I don't want them to to go unmentioned. Yeah. Um, my favorite TV show of all time. Looking <laughs> for the same match. And no, that's a remix. Come on, man. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. Uh, Martin. Oh yeah, 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 right. Martin. Yep. Um, yep. Again, I never watched Seinfeld. Shoot me. I I actually didn't really. I wasn't really into sitcoms as much after you know I kind of fell off of Different World. Martin is still my favorite TV show, especially sitcom. Yep. Ever. Yep. Um, I, I and and for those who I mean you either love them or you don't. Um, and if you don't, we're probably not friends. My wife doesn't like them, but it, you know, I let her ride. It was coonish. Coonish. I mean, no, it, it's physical comedy. It's physical. It's yeah. physical, physical comedy. Comedy, bro. Um, there and I, and there is a distinction between the two, like because his, his the reason that I say that it was not coonish was because to me cooning is is also akin to pandering for for white people. His show was black as fuck. Through and through. Black was, as fuck. He was like he was like a new version of George Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. He but, didn't take no shit. He talked shit. And he kicked your ass out the house. But yeah, yeah. And Tommy yeah. never had no job. Yep. Great show. Uh, you know, I still use I still use quotes from that show every single day in my life. It's almost like like when you meet other people who are fans of the show and you can speak in Martinisms and have yeah. a complete conversation that nobody even knows what y'all are saying unless you were in the loop. Like all of my best friends love that show. And it's it, like to me, it, I don't think we'll ever see another black comedy with that, that same energy and that same that same effect, at least in our in our lifetime. Jump. You know, except for the last season. But. Yeah, the last season, dog. So yeah. the two honorable mentions. <laughs> the two honorable mentions. Um I thought that was one of them. No, that ah, was it. Oh. That is it. Uh honorable mention number one is the Arsenio Hall show. Mm-hmm. Um again. Womp womp. Did really? you womp womp? Yeah. Really? Did you I'm see the music you walk, he had on I used to, 
Okay, the music, yeah, but he kissed a lot of white ass on that fucking show to me, bro. I could never stand. I like always. Bro, when he, he had got the, kicked off because that's what I'm he saying. had <laughs> Minister Louis Farrakhan on that motherfucker. Okay, all right, look, let me get this straight. Let me put it like this. <laughs> nah, he had a, I guess you could say a balance, but to me, it seemed like he was mostly pan, mostly pandering to white people. Like I didn't like half the guests that he actually had on the show. I only watched it when he had guests that I liked. Like Wu Tang Clan or Tribe, or, you know, he had Tupac on that motherfucker. Like I said, guests that I like. He had he Eddie. Had, he had people on there. See, here was here was my problem with the Johnny Carsons and the David Letterman's of the time. They didn't have the people that were relevant to me. A lot of times, Arsenio would have those people, and he would also have other people from other places as well. I I never saw it as pandering, and, I, and it never came across to me that, that way. I mean, the reality was he was on a... Let me hear from the dog pile. Oh, wolf, wolf. Come on, man. I saw that's, a that's scenario why, on that man. show. And the world white people like, what? yes, that dog. Made, that made Buster Rhymes' whole career. That that's show. Uh, as yeah. far as like the black experience, that 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 was that okay. easily is yeah. like the... Okay, all right. I, that is right. a life-changing show. Yeah, and again, we're talking life-changing. He got smooth on that show. He had yeah. everybody on that show. Yeah. He had the flavor leaders of the new school. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, D. I'm, I'm sorry. Remember right? the last show where he just had everybody on there? Nothing but MCs on that motherfucker. Right, Nothing I but. That one. All right, what's the next one? But I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, if you disagree with this honorable, this honorable mention, you, you might have to leave. Okay. <laughs> In living color. Oh no! That's that's that that set the presence for Dave Chappelle. Okay, like that was okay. The, that was the show. Okay, all the careers that launched, you, all you, the careers. You had and I'm me. I'm still don't get no respect. You had me. You had me a little nervous for a second. Vera De Milo, whoever touched these breasts, you die <laughs> like the rest. <laughs> but, but all those roads, all those roads lead back to Robert Townsend. Because Robert Townsend put the he put Keenan Ivory Wayans on on the map, and yeah. Keenan Ivory Wayans put his whole family: Jim Carrey, Jamie Fox, Jennifer Lopez, and Rosario Perez. You know, a bunch a bunch of other folks on there as well. And it, that again is one of the most influential shows that in, end up making Mad TV. Yes. Yep. Yes. That launched even more careers. Yep. Yes, oh, it, was, it was funnier than Saturday Night Live to me. Yes. All all Easily. day, every day. Uh, music guests were on point. Yes, and ridiculous. Um, Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. But yeah, uh, man, come on. You know, man. all all praise Peace. due all praise due to Robert Townsend. I ain't the one to gossip, so you ain't hear from me. <laughs> David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer. David Allen motherfucking Greer. Everybody, everybody on that show is still working. Yes. Everybody. Everybody's still yes. working. Even Sean and Marlon. Even Sean and Marlon. Marlon. The Marlon sick cheese. Marlon's back for season two. Yeah, mm-hmm. show up. Okay, yeah, that's right. All right, so that's that's TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um so we gonna make D Ray watch a bunch of Arsenio reruns. That and just and just deal with it. Fucking first, get, get first it me with the food. Not even to torture me with Arsenio. I'm gonna stalk your messenger and just send you YouTube links. <laughs> send your all. And next, with my big forehead and big finger, we gonna introduce. <laughs> all right. uh, oh, man, you mad? Right, what did Arsenio do to you, man? 
be white. Oh. It was funny in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> he is not he like he is like not that. <laughs> he is completely not that. He was in Hollywood Shuffle. I give him a man. He was he uh, he tried to Amazon women for the world. Nah, he wasn't in Hollywood Shuffle. No, Amazon women of the moon. Uh, Amazon moon. women on the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. <laughs> All right, third category, final category, life changing movie. Oh, this is good. Great thing and a great segue. Okay. Bringing up Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm. Movie that changed my life was Hollywood Shuffle. Yes. Absolutely agree. Wicked, wicked dogs. And the Wicky. reason why. Hoes got to eat too. Hoes got to eat too. It goes deeper than the movie. Because mm-hmm. like, I when I when I watch something, I learned everything about every motherfucker that was in the show. If it was a, if it was an album, if it was a, a TV show, if it was a movie, I understood why they made it. Why? What was the plot before I saw it? All that. This dude went in debt, credit card debt, mm-hmm. to get this movie filmed. I'm sitting there as a youngster listening to this dude tell me, because it's me and him on on. It's just me and him. I'm just like watching an interview, but it's me and him. We talking. He sat there and told me why. He went broke to make this movie. And then once the movie came out, it was a success. You know what I'm saying? And so Black Acting School. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, it's like, I was all, you know, we we all creative beings here. So for me, seeing the movie, because I'd already known of uh, of known of Robert for he had wrote with uh Keenan on Raw already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Already. So to see him put this movie out and It'd be dope as fuck and funny as hell, and for it to resonate for us as youngsters mm-hmm. in the, on the com- the comedy level that it was that that he had written it on to 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 get it, and I guess we different though, you know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of cats that was our age, some of them wasn't wasn't watching shit like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But there the was movie a, there was a small group. It was it was a small percent percentage. Of cats like, like us at our age, do the Jerry, do the Jerry curl. <laughs> no, my favorite you know what part. I'm my favorite Please part. My, my, my favorite part. I don't know what y'all running away for. Master cleaner so Monday, feed us so Tuesday. Oh, what's that? Feed us on Wednesday. My shit, my shit was the attack of the killer pimps. my bitches. No, 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 nigga. Even better. I'm bleeding, but I'm bleeding cool. Tommy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tommy. He's my only brother. brother. Robert Townsend does not get the the respect and the just do man that is that is needed for him, bro. Winky diggy dog, nigga. Winky. John Wither. He John put the spoon. He put so many and John was with the prior back in the day. Yeah, he yeah. was. But 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 everybody was it. Look, everybody was with Pryor was on that movie though. If you think about it, yeah. Paul, Paul Mooney, Mooney, who wrote for Pryor, <laughs> right? Dude, everybody except Pryor was on that. Movie. Everybody, yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. The, <laughs> the greatest to me, the greatest testament of that movie was besides besides all the memorable scenes and sketches, the whole movie was really a how to book of being a black creative in America and having to do the shit yourself even the underlying story told that as well like if you, if you want to get it done you got to do it which leads me to my next point because d we can all attest to this 
and this this is why I was life changing for me because watch that I watched that in 87 88 okay. kind of around the time watched it when it came out go through learning how to uh, and at the same time I'm writing at the same time as a youngster get older you know fuck fuck school go to school get get out of school whatever and to work and be a creative and see how it ties in to what I watched when I was young I was like, damn, this is what that motherfucker was talking about, yep. man. Mm-hmm. This right here, I'm going to work and I'm clocking in. And when I'm clocking out, I'm clocking back in. When I get when I walk out the uh, the doors of my J, cause I gotta I gotta make this this music. I gotta I gotta do this movie. You know what I'm saying? I yep. gotta write. I gotta you know what I'm saying? And like, so it was that movie right there was such a life changer for me. I got two honorable mentions too. Okay. Uh, you know these honorable fucking bitches. Hey man, hey man, <laughs> hey, got to man. Hey. Trading places. Okay, that's my shit. Trade- well, you know what this called? That's a quarter blood technique. Quarter blood. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Even 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 when they was having a party in his in his crib, he's like, who has been putting out their coals on my floor? Who has yeah. been putting out their coals on my? F- hey man, yeah. Eddie Murphy was uh, is a was genius. Trading places, yeah. and I'm gonna throw y'all off on this one. I'm gonna throw y'all off on this Uh-oh. one. The second honorable mention, Brighton Beach Memoirs, which is a Neil Simon movie. Never starred it starred Jonathan Silverman and Blythe Danner, who is Gwyneth Paltrow's mother. It was about a kid growing up in New York, Jewish family, lived with his parents, his uh his aunt, his two cousins. No, his aunt, his two cousins, and his brother, and he was a writer. And it just talked about him being a child in, in, in New York, trying to writing down everything that's going on in his household and going on inside his life, trying to have sex. It was a it was a it was a movie about a young writer, like okay. a teenage writer. Yeah, never seen that. One. And it was yeah, a dope, it's a dope, dope 80s movie, Brighton Beach Memoirs, because I was just trying to figure out how to write short stories when I was of uh, like what ten? No I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it based off your recommendation. And it's, it's a dope. It it's a dope movie. Bright Beach Memoirs, and I'm and I'm and I'm out. All right, D Ray. Well, so I got honorable mention too. God damn it, D. <laughs> well, well, go in your bag then, son. For for starters, a movie that changed it all. You are the last dragon. Woo! I wanted to whoop everybody's ass. I just started like doing push-ups for no reason, Man. doing karate because I was already into karate. Like midday matinee used to come on Channel Twenty Six, yep. right after Soul Train. So it was like the best of both worlds in a movie. I never knew what beauty was until I laid eyes on fucking Vanity. Vanity. That was. I didn't even know what sex was or sexy. I knew the she was something that I wanted to hold every night. I that that her you sure, face. You sure, you sure it wasn't Action Jackson vanity? No, it wasn't because I was I was disappointed that that vanity. She was on drugs and I was in a dare program. We couldn't get along. So <laughs> my whole thing was I was I wanted to have the moves to get vanity. You know, I wish I had a big brother I can. Say there was a Chinese kung fu star and oh, but then if I fucking what's her name? What Charles something? Uh, Samuel Charles. She has some kind of weird name in the movie, but damn, dude, <laughs> Seven Heaven. She's going up, 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 
all that little dance she would do, and her nuts, because she couldn't really sing. But damn, man, like it sounded like music to my ears when she opened her mouth, man. You look like a kung fu master to me, man. You know how many fucking pillows I humped on that? Oh, dude, bro. <laughs> she she did Shit, say that kind bro. of slick though. She, she uh, did say that kind of slick. And then bro. like you know that. The whole, the whole thing was comical. I, I wanted a, a short take full of piranhas. There's a lot of shit in that movie, man. Yeah. Like, dude, the little breakdancing little Asian cat, you know, like, yo, that, Ernie, that movie Ernie, was Ernie, Ray, Barry Ray Gordon Jr. did this. Who's, Ernie Ray's Jr. And, and, yep. and, you know what, and fuck Chris Brown because I think he did, that. I'm glad that didn't happen because him and Rihanna was supposed to be in a remake of The Last Dragon yeah. by the time he was Whoa. whooping up Rihanna's ass. Yeah. So I'm glad that didn't happen. The stars are united. I'm sorry that Riri got fucked up in the process, but man, if they would have ruined that movie for me, man, oh my God. We used to actually go outside and just reenact that entire movie from start to finish. That's man. what's up. That you know, when you when you just when you just like when somebody like this is actually how stupid it was, man. Oh. Like sometimes, like if you're playing football and somebody clips you a little too low and you about to steal on them, and then you just start doing a little slow, like that would actually scare somebody if you did that. Like I, I ain't yeah, gonna fuck with you, man. Move your pizza to Daddy Green's pizza. You try, you trying to get that glow, man? I ain't trying to fuck. What with he trying you. to do? Everybody needs to want to be Tymac or Shona. Kiss my converse. Oh, nigga, <laughs> Shona was a bad motherfucker, and he was, he was scrawny. His shit when I got older, I didn't realize yeah. like this thing ain't got no muscles. He was legit scary in that movie. Yeah, it's a Jerry Curl. Yeah, <laughs> Leroy. Yeah, the nigga, that nigga mouth like it was gonna come at you in three D when he said that shit. Yeah, <laughs> Leroy. <laughs> like shit, I was pissed myself. Baddest mofo low down this time. Sure enough. <laughs> like every word took him three seconds to say. And my honorable mention is I know you niggas would give me shit about it, but I grew up in the church it's and a goddamn color purple. Nah, it's oh, that's, that's, a good movie. That's, that's I legit. can quote shit from that movie. Yeah. I seen my homegirl the other day, I ain't seen it in like two years. And I started doing my clap and she went into song with me. Me and you will <laughs> never part. <laughs> Yo. Color Purple And Steven Spielberg Directed that bitch yes, Man my sister Would play that movie I remember going First I remember going To the, the theater movie, Me too To see it with my family Close your eyes Boy on this part Right Then my sister Would play it like Every summer Like clockwork I right? heard she got That nasty woman Disease yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, Until you do Right by I me mean, all my life, I had to fight. Like, come on, man! And every Christmas night, my mama give me my present. She know I, I, I have to hit her with the mama, 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 mama. Every year, and you she get mad. I you don't show is ugly. Hey, mama! Man, you can quote so much shit from uh, that dog. That was a great movie, sister. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I ain't no lesbians was back back in them days. Like there was some oh, they've been there since the beginning what? of time. Some scissors sisters. God is trying to tell you. The best part of the movie. That that, 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 was that like, gave me goosebumps. That was like my favorite movie song for a long right? time, man. And I didn't even You know, church was for the yeah. get lit. We all started singing in that church. Yeah. Somebody's like, yeah. 
the piano. Oh shit! They finna do the color purple. I just yeah, I do remember like every oh, black man. church for like five years after that. Yep. Nigga. That and then they had a remix for that church. That song was last about fifteen minutes. <laughs> I'm so glad. They catch the Holy Ghost and it's just yeah, yeah. the extended version. Nigga, what? Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe um, God is trying to tell us something right now. My phone fell three times. Yeah. Um so life changing for me. Um Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on second. Oh, yeah. Back. That's a, my bad. My bad. <laughs> you, you, I thought you were. E fucking T, the extra terrestrial. Wow. Really? And the reason why, because I remember how my sister was born that year, and I was the only child for the longest. And me and E.T., like, I cried in that movie, B. When that nigga got sick, they were trying to huddle from Elliot, like, yo, y'all really understand? He ain't a bad alien. That nigga was a good alien, dog. He eat Reese's Pieces and shit. He make frogs want to fuck. You're like, you don't do that. <laughs> I had a crush on Drew Barrymore until I found yo, out she was, she was so dope. cute. Yeah, yeah, she was on the dope then. Yeah, she was on yeah. the dope then. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Firestarter. Damn. Damn. Firestarter. Damn. 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 But that's it. Damn. What about what about the video game though? That was the worst video game. No, they had a video game. Trash on Atari 2600. It was trash. It was the worst video game ever. No, that was ET. That was the worst video game. That's ever. what I said. That's what Oh, that's Drew Barrymore had a five-star no, no, no. uh, <laughs> like, what the I would've fuck? played that. No. Oh, but I had the E.T. game. No, nigga, I was no. so mad. Oh, Because you didn't know how to... It didn't come with no direction. You're like, what the fuck you do just, I do? You just literally move. That's it. That's it. <laughs> From side to side. No toggling That shit was horrible. Terrible, uh, like the Mexicans say. Um, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> life-changing movie for me. Was do the right thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, Sal. For me, a lot of it had to do with the timing because it was, it came out in eighty eight, eighty nine. Right mm-hmm. as I was going into high school, I would niggas started wearing Jordans. Um, I was already wearing Jordans. Um, that was the first acknowledgement, though, of like of like sneaker culture for me. Like mm-hmm. you step on somebody's clean white Jordans. Yep. It, it actually becomes a situation. I'm glad you said that. Someone was just selling the do the right thing, George the bug out had yeah, with the sneaker with the, print with on it. With them. the scuff on it. Yeah, they actually just selling that. Those what? were the threes. Am I correct? Those yes. The no, two, the two. Fours. No. Fours. They no, were the, the three. No, they were threes. Those were the threes. No, they were the fours. It had to be the threes. No, they were the threes. They, the got, fours I, came I out in the them. 90s. I got them. I got them. I got them right here. Okay, we're gonna, we got, we're gonna do a, a, a Google break after this, and we're gonna check. Hold on, no, I got a picture of it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, you can put it up I got a picture of all the Jordans. Well, go ahead, you go can ahead. put it up while I'm talking. We're gonna settle this. Played by bugging out, played by Giancarlo Esposito, SK, aka Gus from uh, Breaking Bad. Wonderful actor. You know, look at look at his nigga. That's brother Almighty. What the hell you talking about? Big brother Almighty. Lick the part. Lick the part, bitch. Gina, you gonna lick this? Gina made that look real good too. I used to put a big ass Bayou part to my head to get a bitch lit. Like, come on. So your head just like activate. Like, like grease uh, and dirt, man. Just all in that valley. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what more I could say about it. It's probably my favorite Spike Lee movie overall. Um, I think the emotional weight of that movie, along with a lot of the comedic parts, like it was, there was just a lot about that movie, which was really a day in the life of somebody in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. you know what? They were the threes, nigga. Aha! They were threes. Uh, yeah. No, they were they were the fours. Look, <laughs> look up. I mean, I, I know you think you're right. 
I know you think you're just Google, just Google, do the right do thing, the right Jordan. They are, they are the fools. Thank you. I'm just, I'm just saying. They y'all. are the fools. I just came from, I just came from the motherland. Oh, I just came from the motherland. Well, these were black, so they I can't got, really tell. Got, that's that's white. because we ain't never been to the Nike uh, I, yeah, store. You know what I'm saying? So hey, that's I, why I, we got I, it I, Hold on, hold on. And, and D, if I'm not right, then I say, hey man, you know, when you go out there, man, I was sending you money on this cash app. All you got to do is, I did not talk to the brother that day. I'm like, yo, but, we, but we're talking about movies right now. Oh, man. <laughs> we're talking about movies. I digress. Movies. <laughs> That'll carry <laughs> over. I'll try to segue back. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about movies, right. man. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, that was a great, I think that was a great movie that covered a lot of bases. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the emotional weight of. The light skin versus dark skin niggas. That. Uh, uh, radio the, the niggas in the hood versus niggas in college. Covered that. Yeah. Why you got a bag over your head? Samuel Jackson was great in there, yeah. wasn't he? Y'all gonna talk I think about it, that? I think it's it twisting movies no, now. No, no, yeah, you, you do the right thing. When they went to go get chicken, Samuel L. Jackson was the cat that was talking shit to him because he had a fucking curl. In the KFC. KFC, yeah. No, was that's, that's, that's right school days. Or? That's school yeah, days. Yeah, that was school. I was that's like, school that's school days. Samuel Jackson was the radio. He was the radio guy, guy. in, in oh, Do the Right yeah. Thing. Right. I'm sorry. Same Spike Lee. Movie. Cut that shit out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I yeah. forgot about that shit. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, what movie? But I do the same thing all the time, yeah. man. I do the yeah. same thing all the time. <laughs> My bad. School Days is also one of the. But, you know, Do the Right Thing, obviously, whatever, whatever. One of the greatest soundtrack songs ever, Fight the Power, still, still a hard song. And I heard the song was only made in one night. Rosa Perez said, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. They made this shit in one night. Uh, we got to see Rosie Perez's titties. Oh, the left and the right one. God bless them both. Um, and then after that, brothers started pulling out ice. Ice, and yeah. Everybody went. Yeah. Um, Just a great movie. Just a great movie. Um, see, I slapped in the back of the head because they realized the ice was cold as shit. Yeah, but that, that movie for me was kind of like a coming of age movie that it, it kind of set me off as you, you go into high school you start really becoming your own person. And the white kids used to hang with, stop hanging out with you because they realized that you were growing more militant. And mm-hmm. that was happened to me in my case. I went from skateboarding with them and listening to Bad Brains to like just fucking all y'all and I'm listening to X-Clan and shit. Yeah, yeah it, it, uh, it, 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 <laughs> it changed me like that. It, it formed a lot of who I was during that time. Uh, honorable mentions, he actually, Cashmere already took one with Hollywood Shuffle because that one has always stuck with me and, and, and kind of motivated me to be a creative and still do what it is that I do. Another one, which may throw some of y'all off, is uh, a more recent movie called Redemption Road, starring hmm. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Blanchett. If you have ever had a dream and you have ever had a roadblock to that dream, and you are in a relationship with someone, you need to watch this movie because it was one of those movies that really, it's almost depressing on one side, but it's also the most, I think, the most realistic depiction of what it's like to have a dream deferred and how it affects people. Like, it's just not boring as fuck. It is not boring at all. <laughs> I guarantee. I don't have a woman, so this is why it doesn't make that sense to me. It also has Michael Shannon in it. Um, Who the fuck is he? Trust me, because when someone (laughs) recommended it to me, I was like, I I have no desire to see. I mean, ain't nobody getting killed or nothing in it, you know. But listening to that, I mean, watching that shit and being a person who's been in situations where I want to do something. That's a little bit out of my reach, 
but the person that you're with at the time right. is like, why the fuck are you doing that? And they start right. tearing you down right. and making you doubt yourself. Mm-hmm. And then both of y'all are kind of in that rut where nobody's living their dream. Right. It sounds real weak, but man, it, it plays out really well in this movie. Really well. And that's real. It's it's that's, one that's, of the realest movies I've ever seen. I'm about to tell you, Redemption Road. Redemption Road. Okay. Yeah, it might be on Netflix. Might okay. be. Put that on my list. Um, sorry, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Blanchett. Okay. The same two from Titanic. All right. Well, <laughs> good entries all around, everyone. I, I like that. Man. Good entries all around. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, that, that that show that show we we on our shit, man. Yeah. You know. So we are going to take a break uh, and, and detox a little bit with some music and, and kind of bring it back up a little bit. And we'll be back in just a few minutes with more from Houston. What to love? Our music and movie and TV show list is better than all y'all's. Mm. Fight me. Connect like fiber optics, the proper diagnostics, the rap supreme omega golden chopsticks. Sicker than a patient, a minister, bats five. That's worse than a mob. Only the fittest will survive. We all reap what we sow, G. Yeah, you can't take it back like you owe me. No, the pin blade sharp like shinobis. Send the flames like fire emojis. Dropping jewels for dirt cheap, so my ninja don't sleep. Dropping jewels for dirt cheap, so my ninja don't sleep. They say practice what you speak, take your time, peep it deep. See, see, through the waves and frequency, not secretly, still deal with racism frequently. Vision through David's glasses, it's massive. I'm Malcolm, alert the masses. But I'ma stay knocking Jehovah's Witness. Lyrical jog, physical fitness. Lounge in the dojo till the dawn of the hour. In lieu of conversation, words will retain their power. This is a robbery, get your hands up. Like a fell heist, I make them change their plans up. Lethal dose of cyanide has been applied. Like all lies that the government hides. I lace nothing but truth inside the booth. And in the shadow gallery, ideas are bulletproof. Huh? I lace nothing but truth inside the booth. And in the shadow gallery, ideas are bulletproof. I said, remember, remember the 5th of November. Gunpowder, treason, and platinum. I see of no reason why this shouldn't be the season. For your ass to get dropped, all you fakes need to stop. Bump bombs to North Fire. Frank Vigilante for hire. Bump bombs to North Fire. Frank V Vigilante for hire. back welcome back welcome back and uh one quick piece of business before we get started again i need to make a quick retraction i've uh, jeopardized all credibility that i have the name of that movie with leonardo dicaprio is revolutionary road i said redemption road and that was completely wrong i i apologize if i have disappointed anyone um i will be taking some time off with my family to reevaluate my life and getting my shit together. But <laughs> it is Revolutionary Road. Um, 
Anyway, in order to uh, get off that and change the subject, <laughs> we are going to move into an, our fan favorite section of the show. Um, before we do that, though, do we have a cuffing season update? Nope. Uh, I'm just tripping. I got banned off of Facebook again. <laughs> again? Wow, again. this is an exclusive. But something I put out three weeks ago. Uh, the Cardi B with the titties out. Oh. Really? It finally caught up to me. Like, hey, we're going to let you. So go. you know that you can't really put stuff like that. But if it's in a uh, secluded club, private, on Facebook. Nah, they've been cracking down on those too. Yeah, that's yeah, Love Jones after hours. Yeah, yeah, man. You got to take that to Twitter. Oh, yeah, I see. I see. Wow. Screw you, Mark Zuckerberg. So is it permanent now? Uh, hopefully. That way I just move on over to, you know, I've been posting when those cry. Like, hey, come on over man, here. You've been, you been in and out of jail on Facebook like a crackhead. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> for real. Like, you repeat felon, bro. Oh, seven days. Oh, screw you guys. Like, oh, you might as well have wow. a neck tattoo or a face right? tattoo. Uh, yeah, a, a, <laughs> Facebook. A, a Facebook tier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, since there's nothing happening in cuffing season right now. Yeah, cuffing season is on hiatus for okay. a moment. All That's right. Good, good detox. Uh, must be the All Star break then. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. All Star break might. Yeah, that might have to happen. You know what I'm saying? By that time, I should be in my uh, Ebony Macmill bottle poses and shit. You know, <laughs> and new uh, uh, altered jeans and shit that I'm going for. So, yeah, I feel a little bit better. You know, I know that food is around the corner. Yeah, like the cartoon. Food is around the corner. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'm gonna eat my ass off. I uh, no no pun intended. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get this started. Yeah, so we're going to get started with the Love Jones segment starring D-Ray himself. Non-thirsty guys. And uh, Cashmere Don will be reading off the questions that the listeners have provided you. All right, Mr. D-Ray, uh, we have three three good questions. Um, first, first question that is asked uh, is, is there an attack on manhood in these days and times? I would say yes. Because everybody's getting charged up for everything little thing they've done. You slap the chick on the butt. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of these men deserve to be getting exposed and called out. But some shit like his, oh, man, I, I, he told me I was beautiful. Grabbed my arm one time, and he was opening the door for the elevator. Yeah, they complain about that shit, too, now. So it's like, it's going to be, for me, you guys are good. Y'all straight. Y'all got in-house. It's like we like to say in the single world. Uh, but us guys, like, I can't even stop a shorty if I see it in the club, you know, and it's crowded and tap her on the arm like, excuse me, miss. That might be considered assault. So I'm really walking on, on eggshells right now because it seems like every little thing and everything that you did back, like, all right, back in the days, I used to have a thing for it. Swatting girls in the ass with my wave brush. Well, I okay. thought it was fun. Everybody else was doing it. Girls were laughing and sometimes retaliating. But what? that was assault. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I mean. But I was a little boy, though. though. I was, yeah. uh, you know, coming of age. You know, yeah. this is when New Edition and BBD was still hot, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was me that made the girl this way. Luckily, I just don't like touching people. Yeah, I mean. So that that's always worked <laughs> in my favor, I guess. <laughs> like, hey, you over there. <laughs> At least three to five feet away from me. How are you doing today? Mm. No, don't touch me, please. Thank you. Yeah, I um, I I went to Lamar Fleming, so I used so to touch a lot of lot of young ladies. I was and and, and Ooh, a man pre precursor. I was like 12, 13, 14. So you know, if I saw a shorty with with a nice 
rump roast, you know, sometimes, you know, the... I might hump You know, I was t- trying to get my hormones in order. I, 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 that, yeah, was, that was D-Ray, not D-Rose. Um, <laughs> I, I would, you know, <laughs> I would, um, you know, gently tap just to see how soft it felt. You know, I was All a youngster. Fine. I was adventurous. Just trying to find figure things out. I don't think that it's cool in these days and times because it's not, not mature unless you're... Just had that understanding. She's just super savage. Well, what we're seeing though is really, it's it's another, it's another evolution in, in what's in what's acceptable. Because think right. about think about what was acceptable in our parents' day. Like back in the forties and fifties, you could straight up just beat a woman in public, and people would be like, "What did she do wrong?" And think about it back before then, when they were living in caves. You could just hit a woman upside the head and grab her by the hair. Was drag, them back, drag them back to the cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Bunga bunga, nigga. Obviously, it, it got to a point where hitting a woman in public and beating her like a child in public was not acceptable. But you could still, you know, you could still slap her on the ass and, and, and grope her in public. And now... You know, with this generation of new sensibilities, people are understanding that that's also not acceptable. So we're just going through a stage where people are, you know, we're constantly as a society adjusting to what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, and this is okay. Aside from you know being like females or whatever, women, whatever. Um, you know, being t- touched upon whatever. Yeah, he gonna get his ass up with that. That was D nah, Rose, nah. not D Ray. I mean, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Hey, I, I will not. I will not bow down mm. to have somebody bring me down for what I have to say. That's not in malice. So you get anyway, that bitches. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> anyways, wow. Yeah, that was D Ray, not D Rose. Um. So what I was about to say was, like, I was having a conversation with my my sister and my wife after watching a certain episode on um on um. She's gotta have it. She's gotta have it, and it was a point one 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 scene where it was uh, she was making posters. This is nothing to give away or mm-hmm. nothing like that. But she was making posters, and it was like uh, how you sh- like I am not your ma. I am not your sweetheart. I am not your honey. I am not your baby. I am not so me. I was sitting back and I was kind of like, then okay, bitch, what is you? So what the fuck you want me to call you? Like, like I don't see anything wrong with saying sweetie. I don't think it's like I, I wouldn't walk up to a female. It uh, makes them feel low. That. It makes them feel low and less of a woman because you're requiring referring to them as something that gives you cavities. Oh, feminist one hundred one. Yeah, like you know, so I know I that kind of you know, off. like you know, hello, how you doing? Like that that seems fabricated to me. Hello, how you doing? Hi, my nice name is Donald, you. and I I really would like to you know, cause then you put go, you on my bed and lay on top of L7. you. Then you're L seven, and you know you're not really getting any play. Uh, I guess I guess that's always been my problem is I'm, I'm very square. I'm, I'm I'm again I'm weird. I've but, never done pet names. Even for pe- even for women that I'm cool with, like even my wife, I don't call her honey or sweetie or baby or anything. I call her by her name. Yeah. Or I call her hey. Um, I, again, but this, but that's just me being weird, I guess. I've just, but my family's been like that. Like we don't have pet names for each other. Oh, we all got like nicknames. That. I give nicknames to everybody. Well, I'm talking about like my family. Knows I'm talking about like baby, sweetie, honey. I know we got nicknames. No, but I'm just, but I'm just saying, not, not, yeah. not that. But I'm saying like. So I don't understand how I, from my experience I don't 
I don't see how that's demeaning to people. That and because, that's what I'm saying because it's usually a term of endearment that people share with each other. Like, but I'm assuming and I don't know the context of it within the show. If you don't have that connection with someone and you refer to them as ma or baby or sweetie, right? I can see how they could be like, well, you don't really know me to call me that, so why don't we start somewhere else with it? I don't know. I I, I get it. I just I know. I've done I've done many tests in my young days, and the most play that I got was when I was the player and not the and not the other guy. You know what I'm saying? Not it's like, me. Hey. Yeah, not me. No, no, not but no, nah, but no. Nah, I mean, but look, but like, it's true. No, but but naturally, but naturally, naturally, I am that guy, and I was brought up to be respectful mm-hmm. and treat you like a, a, a you know a queen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Be respectful, but. Every time I do that, I get shitted on. I got shitted on, and so you know, you know, but that's this barbershop talk, whatever. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's confused. It was it was confusing to me. But if you slap on ass, call her a bitch. bitch. What's my word? Hey, you saw? Did you see what Donna just did? You see what they did? <laughs> Damn, he aggressive. No, I, I used to have I used to have situations <laughs> like this. My boys would put me down with the neighborhood freak, with the freak, the the the, the chick out of all the clique that they smashed. And I got that one hunger to just go all out. Put me down with her. What she want to do when she get down with me? I want to be a good girl. I ain't like what they tell you. I'm like, like, oh, if I had a dollar for every female that was approached by my crew and were given to me, and they all want to be good girls all of a sudden. Like, come on. Man, I wish we could really go in. Oh, we're going to yeah, talk gonna, about that yeah, a little more. One day. We, we, have, we have a whole lifetime. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, number two, why do guys have a 200 song sex playlist but nut after the second song huh. well well okay a woman definitely <laughs> sent that one in yeah um and <laughs> right. she need to step her playlist guy game up to at least about the ninth song I mean, uh, maybe their parliament funkadelic songs you know each of those songs is like no, 30 minutes long <laughs> for real it's like 30 minutes long so nah, if he fucking you to rap <laughs> uh, that's good two minutes two to three minutes so yeah, man. Tell them, tell them to practice on the stuff before you get there. Uh, at least about six hours before you get there. And eat a peanut butter sandwich. Tell them to get that first one over with. Yeah. And then you can put this song on all night. Burn one. Got to burn one. Don't. And, and I, take a shot. I guess my, my question also is, like, as soon as a playlist starts, is there insertion immediately like is it just it like gotta be a little foreplay hopefully like, right because you can you can you know you can warm up the band. you can warm up the band for at least seven or eight songs right yeah you know, uh, I'm just saying get a little worked up I sometimes think, you get too worked up you can't foreplay too long that's the thing with you know you know if you're not used to that woman it's balance you for, yeah it's a balance but if you foreplay too long you can fuck around and Food bar. shoot your shot early <laughs> early <laughs> Like, you're going to have to start thinking about shit you don't want to think about. Like, oh, uh, dead dogs, uh, flat tires, bad girls. Basketball. Riding fruit. Uh, Shooting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think she just needs to choose a better DJ next time. <laughs> yeah, choose one. <laughs> it's not the Bite them. Do it's, shit it's like that. Slap them. Like, when he starts getting throw into it. Off. Throw them off. Slap the <laughs> yeah. shit out of them. Right when he closes his eyes, like, I'm about to slap the piss. Sweat out of him. Make him see stars. It'll take his mind off of him. Because he's going to be so fucked up. Like, why are you just slap shot at me? Like, yo, he's about to end my fun too soon. (laughs) 
that's uh, that's, that's that's also two hundred songs in a playlist. That's, yeah, two hundred songs. I, you have to be really that's a lot, bro. That's like eight hours. You have to be really unless you got the whole shuffle. Like <laughs> that's an embellishment, right there. <laughs> and why is she listening to the music? Why is she paying attention to? The, she needs another DJ. Yeah, yeah. Either she needs another DJ. Or she really need to be. She she was focusing too much on well, him. Yeah. Like she really don't want to be with him. Yeah, like they got Spotify playlist now. Yeah, <laughs> and they didn't even play commercials too. You don't want that shit. Right, we For the next thirty minutes, <laughs> we're gonna play struggle. commercial free. <laughs> it's gonna be like, it's gonna be free. Yeah. Sure out of the second song, they put the commercial on. <laughs> you know, nine out of ten guys have herpes. I'm like, oh, 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 bitch, we got herpes together now. It's just uh, like a gospel. Here's that's that like bleach bath song coming on in the middle. Of that too, oh too. yeah, oh that do it to you. Yeah, that happened. I listened um, to like Earth, Wind, and Fire radio one day, trying to smash the chicken in some religious song. It like, a, it was talking about a lot about Jesus, and I was not doing what Jesus wanted me to do at the moment. So it's like you, conflict of interest. Mm. Uh, you, you know, you know what song came on for me? This was a long time ago. You know what that? song came on? What? We fall down, oh, we man. get up. <laughs> oh man! Uh, it was like, oh. Oh, continue. Um. Anyway, damn. So, uh, last last question. We're gonna. We got um it's pretty simple. Uh if you are single, are you allowed to date more than one person? Come on now, really? If you're single, yeah, but you know how some women don't want you to be single, but they want to be single. Yeah. Why are you talking to her? Why are you liking her pic on Facebook and this, that, and the third? But we're you're just talking about new new pimping rules. New pimping rules. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. one of these new pimping rules is do as I say, not as I do. And so females believe, hey, I don't want him talking to two, three, and four girls, but I'm going to do this on the side. <laughs> so your signals are mixed up. And there's a, a young lady that had posted that uh, everywhere I go, when I see myself with a different chick, I see her on a date with a different dude. Hmm. Now, not to say that put business out there, you know, females, you know, y'all can do what we can do. Not necessarily. I will view a woman on the men that she's dated sometimes. Like, yo, you've been passed around. Even if it's not with nobody in my crew. I just know you got a lot of miles on you already, and no man really wants you to sit up there and settle down. If that's the case, all porn stars will be married right now. <laughs> so you understand? I'm being honest. <laughs> a man wants a little bit of mystery, too, to a woman, and not everybody that slept with her. You know what I'm saying? There's no chasing Amy shit going on around here. People really, even though the world is small, and it's getting smaller by the people you associate with. I just think this is a little bit nasty, man, to spread yourself out too thin. Especially as a woman. You know, you, women are supposed to have this caliber about them a little bit. But if every time I see you, you with Curly Smoke, Larry, I'm like, yo. How you know they smashing, though? Yeah. Well, it, it, you, even you, if they're not smashing, it's the you perception. Just have, you just have to assume they are. It's, just, it's the perception because I know I'm smashing. No, I'm, not, I'm just asking for the I people. know I'm smashing these women I'm going out with. Because I, I know. But I'm just saying. I know I'm smashing. Yeah. So I don't know if these just they they just going out for dates or not. But I know when we're coming to me, my opportunity and my whole thing, my whole MO, I'm trying to knock this down. You see me with them in public. Honestly, honest to God, I'm I'm a single man. And you see me in public and I'm 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 blowing I'm going to my wallet buying drinks. Yeah, I'm trying to smash. That's why I tell it. A, a young lady asked me the other day, she's like, Why we just can't be friends? I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. At this age I'm looking for a rib. I don't look for no more friends. Hey, friendship, we can have that when we're building something, but you just want to hang out with me and shit and block all potential? Oh, girl, you beat your feet. Girl, bye. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I, I just feel like I think it is okay to date multiple people at one time as long as it's clearly put out there. Just so nobody is confused mm-hmm. about what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to say, um, and again, I have not quote unquote dated since the 90s, so I don't know these new rules. But I, based on my <laughs> friends who are out in there in the game now, I think it's okay to say, yo, you know, this is what it is. I am seeing other people as well. And if you get to a point where you want to be exclusive, then you have that discussion with them. Like, you know, I kind of like where we are. Let's, uh, you know, let's make this a one, you know, uh, a one-stop shop. And when I asked my significant other at the time, hey, let's go get these tests together so we don't have to worry anything. That's when you know you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't happened in a long time, some years. So, yeah. I want to make sure if I get any kind of sickness, and you get any guy, we both know where the source of this is a ground zero. This is patient number one. So let's not even play games. We fall down and we, we get right back. Because I'm sick, you sick, and we're gonna be sick together. Pull out, ah, pull out, yeah. game strong, strong, well, but on fleek. Yeah, uh, and uh, just uh, just for a disclaimer, uh, please have protected sex out there. Yeah, for real. There's a lot of things going on. Don't use sandwich bags. That shit, that's not, that shit is not the same. Protect yourself, dental dams, all of that. People use actually all of use that. sandwich bags? Yeah, man. One time a rubber broke, and I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> and do not use sandwich bags by any means. Oh, my head hurts now. <laughs> D and with that, I think it's time for uh, it's music time. break. Yeah, it's time for our last music break, man. Um, mm. Wow. Uh, so we'll be right back <laughs> with more. I'm savage, B. I'm savage, my guy. <laughs> no nut left behind, B. <laughs> Oh my God! We'll be right back with more from Houston. With love, wow! Those those sandwich bags are loud, man. We born in the streets, but we raised in the slums. Every road that we take is being sprayed with the guns. We at the bottom, and you know it's low income. We at the bottom, we trying to climb up to the sun. You see, every day they lock us in, fighting just to box us in. The writings on the wall, no final call to read, no oxygen, which means we suffocate right below the budget weight. Gotta pay them bills or do, cause Uncle Sam is on his way to take more than he can chew. It's the greed that they succumb. Everybody wanna do when nothing is being done. We at the bottom, at the bottom, and you know it's low income. We at the bottom, at the bottom. We trying to climb up to the sun. Poison. We avoid the government system. Practice post a covenant and alien abstract. Exact to the point where you're best at. Step to the left. Don't wait for the rest. Black. After that, we rebel from the tyranny. Shout out, but they still not hear me. Wild out when they try to put fear in me. What? But seriously, please don't leak the details that we sell. Cause we sell ships equipped with the retail. Retail this nigga. One slip in your face gets disfigured. No shit, nigga. I be the opus. Hoping for the focus. One day we open that locomotive. Kill view and see the resource that we can revolt with peace and peace stones. We'll do. I'm alive with options. Dominance all kinds of Conscious can't go to way back. Mind is toxic, free form, so we warm. Time is obsolete. Beat the heat wave, sleep in deep shade. We all warm with the people. We say rebel with the truth and lies. The real terrorists wear suits and ties. 
Welcome back. Welcome black. Welcome black. Uh, Blacker than the devil's soul. I almost didn't make it back. <laughs> I got to go home and throw out all my sandwich bags now. <laughs> sandwich game, sandwich game, sandwich I'm just going to put the sandwiches straight like in the lunchbox. That's that's yeah. like literally like a literal sunken place. Man. man. <laughs> uh, Young and dumb and full of that stuff, man. Yeah, just... buddy. Wow. Um, it was fun. Good to hear that uh, sandwich bags are resilient. Yeah. Is... SCD free still. Well, um, <laughs> I guess it was. I guess it was safe lock. It was safe lock. It was safe lock. <laughs> did you did you do the little yellow and blue make green to make it? No, because <laughs> <laughs> these were the cheap ones, and we had to use a. Then we had to use saran wrap. Oh come on, to man. finish the back end of it. Come so on, man. That that was the adhesive. That that. <laughs> That's not even worth it, man. That's not even worth it. Come on, man. I was young, bro. And, and um, I was like MacGyver when it came to that shit, too. It was like, I'm going to construct my own prophylactic right now. Oops. Scissors. <laughs> so ran, bro. If I would have had scotch tape, I would have won with scotch tape. But no, we used to ran, ran, but just pulled it real tight. Scotch taped out. I'm just, I was only 14. I'm glad your mind went to saran wrap, though. Yeah, that is. Come on, dad. I always say, you get a girl pregnant, you will marry her. And I never wanted to have that happen. And <laughs> hey, look at me now at forty-one. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, wow. Pull our game on fleek. All right, let's go. Unpopular <laughs> opinion of the week. It is deep. Unpopular opinion of the week. Uh, this this threw me off real bad. Um, so I've, in the last week or so, I've had a few discussions with people who have had uh, different things happen in their relationships, both past and present. And in each of these cases, this is like four different people. In each of these cases, the catalyst to what sent them down a certain path was them checking their partner's phone or their social media wow situations still on that huh my unpopular opinion is this even if you are suspicious do not look because you may regret when you find what it is that you're looking for yep yep that's the old saying bro uh it's i, I it's you'll almost, find what you're not looking for it's almost better to live in ignorance yep and just be like look i know enough to know that this ain't working but a lot of times the actual proof is much worse than what you imagine it to be. So Dave, let me ask you, infidelity all around the board or is it just flirting? Like, are they actually acting up on those desires? Well, let me, okay, I'll put it to you this way. I don't think anybody, and, and, and assume that you're in a committed relationship. Right. And even assume that you're married. Like something on that level, like very committed to someone. How much would you tolerate? How much would make you feel uneasy, is what I should say. Going out to lunch, calling pet names, spending so, time on the phone. Un- unnecessary, yeah. unnecessary communication. Unnecessary right. communication. Basically. So, I mean, again, I'm not a jealous person. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even try to think about my wife doing anything like I don't like I don't really concern myself with shit like that but I do know that certain red flags would be like because the other thing is we're pretty open with everything like I know who her co-workers are I usually know who she's hanging with or whatever blah 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 mm-hmm. but if something is out of the ordinary right 
and arouses suspicion, that's really what sets you off. So, it, right. it, like, I one of the people I spoke to has a very similar situation with their significant other, but then that person all of a sudden had new acquaintances that they were not introduced to. Yeah, and it's just like okay, and and even if it is small flirting, that's not reciprocated. There still was not an attempt on the partner to be like, look, I'm in a serious relationship, so yeah, let's not even cross that line. It just they just let shit fly, right? But I say for you, or I ask you, if you're in a committed relationship, what 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 would set you off? And I would imagine for most people, it wouldn't take much. Uh, extra hugging. Like, if you ain't giving that nigga the Christian side hug when I'm not around, I don't want to fuck with you because you probably let your booze be all over everybody's chest and then a nuzzle you and whatnot like your Godfrey did Wendy Williams' big ass. Like, I can't stomach the fact of a woman. My girl used to always tell me, if she can smell your breath in your cologne, she's too close. I'm like, Damn. Like she didn't want Damn. females that close to me when I'm alone with them. Like, Damn. nah, I got it. You know, like Damn. that's a little that's a, a little jealous. Crazy, but it's a little jealous. She also stabbed me. So her love was true. Hey, welcome to the stab club. Hey man, man nice <laughs> to meet you, man. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Remember um, since nineteen ninety seven? Nineteen ninety three. Um, you know wow. easiest way to figure out that a relationship is over. Right. Is to get stabbed and have them draw blood. Um, not a lot of talking down that you have to do. Not a lot of closure that you need. No, nope. wow. squirt everywhere, and um, then don't press charges, and that fucks her up even more. Mm-hmm. It's like he gonna tell it. Y'all did that, so Rose wouldn't have to go through it. <laughs> and I appreciate you guys for that. Yeah, yeah man. So yeah, Damn. just my my opinion is don't go looking for it, even if you suspect it, because you will not like what you find. Mm-mm. You might find he likes to get tea bag mm. by a man. Okay. Um, yeah. So not you. I'm just saying their significant other. Oh, no, 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 I get what you're you know. Yeah. These, these things you have to worry about this time of day. Yeah. All right, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So <laughs> this has been a very, very colorful and very interesting uh, <laughs> show. It's been great. It's been great. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ask you guys to continue to listen. Continue to uh, send your questions in. For the Love Jones segment. Uh, and if you have anything else that you would like for us to talk about, you can catch us on our social media platforms. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, from Hugh with Love on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you know, from Houston with Love on Facebook. We'd like to thank All Real Radio for providing a platform to keep us... Um, as. <laughs> To keep our colorful commentary afloat yep. in the ethers of the universe. We did not talk about anal sex, so we're we did still not. Good. Yes, we did not talk about. So we have none not, of that. Yeah, you one know? for the brown eye. You know, um, uh, so, <laughs> so y'all just continue to listen. We uh we do this for our brothers in. Um, rest in peace. Already. Uh, we make the world better. This is from Houston with love. Giving y'all love and, and the greatest and the greatest conversations each and every Monday from 9 to 11 on allrealradio.com. Continue to tune in. Send in questions. If you'd like us to talk about uh, anything that, that you think we're missing, go ahead and just send your questions in and we'll uh, do it if we deem it worthy. All right. So we checking out. Peace. Peace. Say no to plastic bags.
vengeance is fearful, a cheerful event Spread amongst the victims of fear when a vent that reappear in a sense of us Vanish from sight, it's vital to my resents of verbal abuse, a version of my inverted youth, a vision seen through the eyes of a child, a mind wizard. A smile lifted off of the clouds of nine visits. Vacate, see most of you dudes a day late. This vague and uncertain death will change rate. No volunteers to follow here, no wallow and steer down a wrong valley. Your path finer, we're finer, we all rally. Behind anonymous votes, they all tally. It's a known venom. Extended clip vertical versus the chrome in it. I serve purpose to those winning. I know villain who fights violence with silent talk, the clone killings. Uh, the black cloak that invades your home feelings. So get involved with the soldiers of old Dylan's. The shadow gallery rose from the low ceilings of rose for Valerie. No salaries known given. We let them go. The below veteran soar, so let them know. So let them know. We let them go. The below veteran soar, so let them know. So let them know. Incredible reach, but incredible reach. Keep it true like a masterpiece. What I'm jotting is a masterpiece. Yo, it's fire like a cast of grease. Stay holy like a pastor sneeze. Stay holy like a pastor sneeze. Uh, a hero, lover, a villain, or a fool. We all swimming in the same pool. Each person is a precious jewel. One day, may we all rule. A hero, lover, a villain, or a fool. Each person is a precious jewel. We all swimming in the same pool. One day, may we all rule. May we all rule. Ten minutes ago, while you slept, slept, slept. 